inside this whip. He rained out his burner. Mama looking at me, crying. She asking when they can stop the murder. Till when did they first stop burning? Till there was no more hurdles. Pop green up, no kernels. This lean designer, no Virgil. No Tesla, I'm a mega pilot. They told my homie, so I gotta break a silence. Welcome back to the All Hustle No Look podcast, man. We're here recording on the early Sunday morning, as usual, preparing the content for you guys, right? These are rough, guys. These are rough mornings. So make sure that you guys share the content because we're doing it for y'all. It's actually actually a lot of work. So make sure that you guys uh, appreciate the content because it does come out. We are consistent. Just putting that out there. But to begin the pod, there's a lot of things that have happened in basketball. Basketball's in full effect. Um, some things that we obviously can't talk about, but some things we're going to dive into today. But before we get into all of that, um, let's talk to the boys, see how they've been. Kev, how you been, man? Well, go on. Same as always, man. Um, it's happy to be here again another Sunday. Uh, as consistent as always, as you said. Yeah, man. Consistency is key, and I, I don't want to undermine that because it's, 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 it's rough. It's rough. We're here. Chris, talk to me, man. Yes, I'm here, boys. I'm here. I'm here. I'm tired, but I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got, I'm here, though. <laughs> See, yo, let's not waste any time because, honestly, today, I want to dig right into it. So, for those of you that don't know, there's the Suns, the Phoenix Suns, I should say, that have been setting the league ablaze, right? They were on an 18-game win streak that recently ended when they lost to the Golden State Warriors. Um, and right now, they're currently sitting at number two. Well, technically number one because they're tied for first in the Western Conference with Golden State, but Golden State holds a tiebreaker. Here's my thing, right? Everybody's going to talk about the Suns, all the Suns. You know what I mean? They've been to the finals last year. Um, are they, you know, are they real contenders, right? So I was I was going through Reddit, and there's mixed, mixed reviews. People are basically saying that, like, you can only really be a contender if we actually see you in the finals again. Which is unfair to them because if you're coming from a finals berth, how do you not consider? How are you not considered a, f- a finals contender for the next year, right? With not much changeover and if anything improvement in terms of chemistry, right? So, I guess I'll pose this to you, Kev, because I know that you're a really big Chris Paul fan. But are you actually? Let me pose these two questions to you: Are you taking the Suns seriously, and what separates them from a team like Utah in terms of people throwing them in the conversation? of real contenders. Go ahead. Um, what separates them from a team like Utah is Chris Paul. Um, are they real contenders? To say they're not is just doesn't even make sense, right? Like, you can't logically explain to me that they're not contenders. They made it to the finals, and if you really wanted to argue with me, I challenge you to tell me which of the three teams they beat on their way to the finals is better today than they were back when they beat them. So, it's... As I said, like I said this at least three times going into the season, this team's going to be on autopilot. They know how to win games already. They've moved past the regular season. At this point, it's just them trying to compete um, in the playoffs, right? I'm not saying that they're walking into the finals again this year, but like there aren't many teams that I put above them. Sorry, there isn't. There's no other team I put them above them in the West other than Golden State. So that's how I feel right now. And I think... I think this is what I expected. Like, they're going to win a lot of games. I didn't expect them to be on pace for, like, 68, but nonetheless. That win percentage or winning pace is ridiculous. I was reading something. They were saying that – they're basically saying that, like, the way that the Suns play – sorry, Chris, if I'm taking a little time. But actually, you know what? Chris, go ahead. I have a long take, so go ahead. No, no. One more thing I want to say. Like, 
mediocre teams or average teams or anything but elite teams do not win 18 games in a row in this league. Simple. I don't go know look about at that. So I don't no, know go, okay, so go look at it. Go t- tell me which team won 18 in a row okay, and well, wasn't an elite team. Okay, 18 might be a bit of a specific number. But let's say a team like Utah. No, no, I don't mean eight specific. I mean 18 or more. I'm not being specific. Oh, 18, Fine, 18, 18 or more. Or more. Yeah. Okay, that okay. It wasn't an elite team. Okay. I want to see what Utah's longest winning streak is. I think the thing is with the with the Suns, I feel I feel like they're eighteen in a row. Not to discredit it, you know what I'm saying? But that's why it's not like I'm discredited already. But like you know what I'm saying? Like they're eighteen in a row, bro. Like they played a lot of uh, a cre- a lot of cream puffs in that. You see what I'm saying? And they got a lot of teams like at the right time as well. Um, but yes, you have to win the games, you know what I'm saying? You still have to go out there and win the game. So it's still an accomplishment. But I'm not saying like I'm seeing the eighth. Like I, I saw when they were on the winning streak. I didn't like drop everything. I'm like, oh, the, the Suns. You know what I'm saying? I don't think anyone did that. Like I feel like mine were just saying, yeah, the Suns are on a roll, and that's different than mm-hmm. me coming in thinking that there's some type of elite team. Where I remember when the, the the Heat were like on their winning streak, or when Golden State um, were on their winning streak that year, and I feel like when they got to around 15. That's when I was like, yeah, like this team is in the finals for sure. Like I, I told myself and I knew that this team will be in the finals. And when the Suns got there, I did not feel the same. And I don't feel like we had the same feeling. I feel like that would be disingenuous to say that you, we had the same feeling during that those winning streaks and this one that we just seen. You know what I'm saying? That's my issue with saying name another team. Like we know what's real. Like we know we weren't. What do you mean? Comparing. So tell me. So name one then. Because, yo, you're talking about what I feel. I didn't feel nothing different. Don't tell me. You're telling me what you felt against Miami. What I feel. we knew, fam. Like, we actually, like... Because they had LeBron James, Dwayne Wade. We're talking... Okay, but we're talking about championship contenders. That's... Okay, so what you're saying it's not real unless you have the... The, the three... Some of the three best players of all time? I'm saying... I'm saying... I'm saying... When those were happening, we had... We understood it was different. That, that's what I'm saying. Man Even said, if you don't want to put yourself in it, I'm, when I'm saying that, what I'm saying that the the, the 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 masses knew like this is a different team because really. what you expected already. This is, a, this this is team, a different team. When when the Warriors won twenty like some that. games in a row, when the Warriors won twenty some games in a row, they had already came off a championship. Yeah. When the Heat and won when, twenty, and, what, what, and when the and when LeBron did it, they went to the finals, and this is the second year. This was redemption year. So again, they've already been in the finals. So like, as, I don't understand as as the sunset. Right. So why are we? Yo, I'm not gonna argue the foolishness. Though. As because, a again, <laughs> you're you're moving like I'm talking foolishness. You're telling me that you won 18. No, 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 no. What you're saying? Ever hear that? What did you? You're saying? You're saying? You're saying? You're trying to tell me who they beat? Who did the Heat beat on route to 20? Who did the Warriors beat on route to 20? There's bad teams all over the league, and there've always been bad teams. You don't even remember. So the idea that who they beat and they caught people at the right time. They but they did. It's not what a lie. What does that even just, mean? Just because, just because you, you don't agree with it? Just no. because, you, just do you, because you don't agree you, with it? How do you catch yeah, they're 18? Catching, they're catching okay. men that are out on COVID. Okay, so, did you, okay, like, so my question you know to you. Saying? My question like, to you. My question they caught to you. the Bulls. They caught right. the Bulls when, when okay. Booch is gone. Like, you, you I remember compared, that. Specific. Okay, you compared the Warriors and the Heat and the Heat winning streaks, right? Did they catch people at the right time? They must have. But but again, but again, I told you what the difference was. I, I no, was, no, I no, no. That's fine. I get what you said, but I'm just asking. I just want to know if you, if you're telling me that they caught Mans at the right time, or they caught everyone healthy, but they just went out. Louder, man. I caught you. I, I, I told you exactly what the difference was. So. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? 
Call me a hypocrite. Because honestly, I, 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 logically speaking, I have to call the Suns a contender. Do I really think they're a contender deep down inside? Fam, not necessarily. A contender. Like, no one's, I'm not saying, I'm, I don't know about you. I'm not saying they're not a contender. What I'm saying is, at the end of the day, bro, they're the Suns. And for ah, whatever I, reason, I hear that. I hear for whatever that. reason, if you want to, if you want to say that it's like hypocritical or it's wrong, I right, call me whatever you want. But we what know that, at the end so what does that mean by then? You know, at the end of the day, that's the sun. Yo, it might be a situation like with the Bucks, fam. Like you didn't really mean? take the Bucks seriously until they because, close the deal. Because you say that, then I ask it's just you, so Chris Paul and, Bo- and Devin Booker. So how did that's they end up in the finals last year? Like, they that's my went, question too. Good, good for them, fam. No, I'm asking you because yo, and this again, that's why I pose my question: Which team did they beat? The teams that they beat are they any better than they were last year? I would argue that LeBron was definitely not in, definitely so not. Are healthy, the late? I didn't ask you if LeBron's better. I asked you, are well, the LeBron Lakers the better? Lakers. LeBron is the Lakers. So, so I the feel Lakers like are better. LeBron has Man, I just seen the Lakers play their best brand of basketball and lose to the Clippers, Chris. I can't co-sign that. No, no, LeBron has a potential to be better. Than that's, he, not, than he was that's not the question. This is the problem. This is the problem for the listeners, right? I've been beating this Suns drum before it was cool. Before they won 18 games, when Mass told me I was wilding. So now no one ever told you that you were wild. So Who now told you, so you were wilding this year. I, no, no, no. I said I last, year, I'm talking, last year. I'm talking about last year. I'm talking about last year. Yeah, but they were going to the finals. No, no, I know, but what I'm saying to you is I've been beating the Suns drum way before they even caught on. So Mass don't want to allow it. Mads are going to continue to hate on them until they drop off. And then if they're good for the next five years, the minute they drop off, Mads are going to tell me, see, I told you. No, it's, it's, it's I did the same thing. thing with Miami. I was, I said, yeah, Miami went to the finals. Yes, Miami dealt, yeah. with, dealt with the Bucks. Yes, they did all these things. But at the same time, they're still Miami. Like Miami I'm, didn't I'm win. Eight, okay, Miami did not I'm win. They went to the finals. What we were talking about. I hear what you're saying. I think what he's trying to say is like this. It's like... It's almost like your legitimacy becomes proven once you win. Like, yeah, you made it to the finals. Like, did I really have faith in you in the beginning? Like, you obviously deserve to be there because you beat the team you're supposed to beat. But, like, we didn't expect to be in the finals, and you didn't oh, close the actually, deal. That's actually a, a team. If that was a case, then they would have came into this Miami, year being, first of all, the, being the Miami struggled. Miami, Miami, Miami struggled last year. As number one. They didn't do that. Miami struggled last year when they came off the, the championship. You're talking oh. about a team that went to the finals, lost, and they've come out looking better than they were last year. And are on pace for, what, 68 wins? It's just a mental thing, At that point, you're telling me that they can't do anything because if they go to the finals next year, I'm still here, they're the Suns. No, but here's what I'm saying. I'm not arguing the fact that they're not contenders. I understand that that is a legitimate point. You can't argue against that logically. But what I'm saying, deep down inside... Okay, so tell me, all right, Rob. Until they tell me, you're telling me they're not contenders, Rob. Name me the contenders in the West then. The Bucks? Oh, no, West. West. In the West. Right? G State. Let me pull up the same. I got G State for sure, 100%. Okay, I do. It's only G State, Utah, and Phoenix. No, nah, I stopped to throw the Lakers in there just because. Nah. It's the How bar. are you putting them above the Suns? I'm not putting them above the Suns. I said they're in the conversation. Because yes, you you're telling me they're not contenders. You said deep down, you don't believe it. You just don't want to argue. You don't it. believe it. Yes. Okay. Because I don't no. think they're actually winning the championship. I can't. I can't argue lunacy. Still, I just. I don't actually think myself. they're winning the championship. To be honest, you can you can make it to the finals again, but la di da. No, you asked me a contender. You didn't ask me if the, we, the question wasn't if they're winning the finals. You asked. Fam, if it was a, a championship contender. Okay, you don't have to be a champion to be a championship contender. There's uh, only one is, team that wins the, the championship. What the fuck are you talking? This is semantics. So. <laughs> Your question was full of semantics. <laughs> What's wrong with this guy? 
true. Yeah, this is semantics, fam. Fucking man, we're, we're talking about the chip, fam. Come on, Probably man. sound Come mad on. stupid arguing with this, this idiot, man. Come on, man. Since when are man not talking about the chip, fam? I thought that was implied. Bro, how are you a championship content? How? Not every team... See, man. <laughs> if you don't really think they're getting the chip, how 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 are you a championship contender? If I really don't, is that think a serious question? So there's only one championship contender. If I think no. one team's winning the championship, there's only one. I don't one think you're winning contender? the chip. You can make it fast, but if you're not winning the chip, are you really the championship contender? <laughs> Am I wrong? Is that wrong? In, in logically speaking, is that wrong? If I don't Yo, think I, you're winning the I chip, how are you? Ch- you still. How are you a championship listening. contender? I didn't hear a word you said. I stopped listening to you still. That's crazy stuff. <laughs> That's actually that's nuts, <laughs> Anyway, though, um, I just think that the Suns, again, it's a, it's a matter of you're going to have to prove it to me for me to shift my mental state. Like, obviously, objectively speaking, majority of people are going to say that you're a championship contender. Like, you have a shot to win the chip. Me, personally, they would have to do it, and then I'd be able to switch my mind and say, okay, yeah. They'd you have are. to win a championship for you to label them a championship contender? What type for of them- fuck are you talking right now? Fam, if you have to win the chip to prove to me that you can actually win a chip, fam. That's no, my that's- point. That's exactly that's my, been my point since we started the conversation. You, say, you did not say you have to win a championship to prove you're a champion. You said I'm you have to st- win a championship to prove you're a championship contender. Do you know how stupid that is? Fam, when I say championship contender, I'm speaking in the sense, do you actually have the ability to win the chip? So I'm not going to look at you and say, yeah, you have the ability until you actually do it. That's what I'm, that's all I'm saying. I've seen I've seen what LeBron can do. I've seen same thing with the Bucks. You could have said the same thing about the Bucks last year. So basically, on, the only contenders are those that have rings. No, no, no. Because there's other dynamics to a team that I may have more faith in. But again, that's 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 neither here nor there. My point is exactly when we're talking specifically about the Suns. <laughs> I don't have the faith in the roster or in their composure of the team or con- construction of the I, team to I, say, I, yeah, you're a championship walk with, squad. Walk with me. Walk with me here, though. Walk yeah. with me here. So, if they go to the finals, mm-hmm. what are they doing? Are they contending for a championship? Man, like they went to the finals and got washed. Like- I'm not saying that, but I understand what you're saying, Chris. I understand what you're saying. But I'm saying in terms of the way I understood the question was, do I actually think you're What do you mean you understood the question? It's your question. That's how I interpreted the question, fam. Every man has their own interpretation. I said that's how I interpreted it because I figured if you're not, <laughs> if I don't think you realistically are winning the chip, I'm not considering you a contender. You may, man may think differently, and that's cool. But I'm saying, if you, if I realistically don't think you have a shot to win the chip, but they have a shot. I don't think so. I don't think it's a realistic. If you go to the finals, you have a shot. Yes, but I don't really think you have a All shot right, to so win the chip. Yes, it's cool. Yes, yeah, I understand. Like you're, anyway, we're arguing yo, details at this point, but like you really think the Suns are going to close the deal and win the chip? Yes or no? And I say I say no. So therefore, I'm not considering them a championship contender. And that may sound foolish, but it is what it is. It does sound foolish. Here's what it is. I just don't. I don't. I'm not looking at the Suns and saying, "Oh yeah, that's that's who's bringing home the bacon this year." And it's like the same thing I would have said about the Bucks last year. And they changed my mind when they actually won the chip. So now I have no choice but to give them their the due respect. That's all it is, right? And again, Suns have been in the finals, so maybe maybe I'm I'm shortchanging them, and I'll, I'll admit that. But at the same time, like bring home the bacon, and then we can talk. Anyway, though. Um, let's transition to a, the opposite side of the field. Well, I'm going to call this little segment the state of New York. So, first of all, there's two teams in New York for most people that don't know. Brooklyn Nets are no longer, well, yeah, the Brooklyn Nets, so they're not New Jersey Nets, although they changed the court the other day. Um, there's two situations I want to talk about, right? First is the New York situation. So, New York right now, they're not playing overly well. Um, they're at 11 and 12, sub 500, and they just benched Kemba Walker, right? 
which is a sad thing because I feel like Kemba, like it's always a sad thing for me when I see injuries take a man out of his glory. You know what I mean? Like as a five eleven point guard, it wasn't really going to end well to begin with, in all honesty, because they never it never really does. But for him to just straight up get signed and what do what are we like twenty games into the season, and Tibbs just saying yeah I ain't fucking with you no more. You have to hold this pine. Not even in the rotation, not even on the bench. You're just not playing. Period. So like that's a bit disheartening for me because again like I think Kemba is his own worst enemy. Well, his body is his own worst enemy. But I understand why he's not playing. If you watch Knicks basketball, they get roasted when he's on the court. He's not providing much offensively anymore, but defensively, he's a real liability. And that's not to say that Emmanuel Quickly or Derek Rose is doing any much better defensively, but they're trying, and they can at least provide something or add something to the offense. And even guys like Alec Burke obviously have gotten in and um, um, contributed. Um, side note, Alec Burks is one of the leaders of scoring in the in the first in the fourth quarter. I didn't know that. I looked at the stats. He's one of the leaders of scoring in the fourth quarter because he doesn't usually score in the first three quarters. But Tibbs' rotation is fucked. It's neither here nor there. But going back to the point, um, I'm gonna pose this to you, Chris. How would you feel? Okay, first of all, what if you're in top Thibodeau's shoes? Can you explain the idea to make this type of decision? And also, would you have done the same thing? Because me personally. I don't know if I would have gone from one extreme to the next. I don't think you pull your starter and just kick him out the rotation. I would have gradually, you know, see if he can find a role within the rotation if it's a sixth, seventh, eighth man before I just make him go cold turkey. But what do you think? Nah, I feel like if the if the guy's a bum, then he's a bum, and then he doesn't deserve to play or he doesn't need to play. So I was just starting then. Like you can't you can't make that decision off fam, rip though. He he is. First of all, we we all heard the numbers about how <laughs> bad that starting five was. We all heard it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were religiously, consistently being outplayed by their bench every single game, game after game. Even right now, you still have players that are in the starting five, a la Evan Fournier, that will go an entire fourth quarter, depending on how he has played, he will not play. So if if that's how Tips wants to run his team, to say, like, if you need to show me that you deserve to play tonight, and that's how he's moving. If Kemba Walker consistently showed him that I do not deserve to play, then he, don't play him. The numbers aren't his friend. It's not like he's given you anything, any other area. If you're not going to be performing offensively, why are you on the court? Kemba has no use to me. So, yeah, it's harsh. I feel like it is harsh to say that you're going to go from starting to out of the rotation. But you're bad. So who cares? But the the the, the Knicks in, as a whole have an issue, bro. Because I like they can't score. They cannot score. You can only be so gritty. Before you need a bucket. At the end of the day, buckets win games, bro. And they can't get a bucket. Everything can't rely on on Julius Randle ISO ISO positions, or you know, depending on a man like RJ. Listen, I was way too early on RJ Barrett. Okay, <laughs> that's one of the mans where I was like, listen to me, he's garbage. And mans were like, oh, look at his numbers. He's forty four percent from the field. He's whatever thirty eight percent from deep. He's he's not. and I knew it. I knew it. I said RJ is shit. But last last year he kind of had me on the fence, moving, had me moving like I'm a waste man or I'm just a hater. He's bad, bro. I don't care. Anyways, so you have him and then Mitchell Robinson, and the combo with Mitchell Robinson and thing. Yes, they can defend. Yes, they play defense. Whatever the case is, but you honestly can't even drop the ball into them and say get a bucket. You have nowhere where you can go on the court and you can say I need a bucket like. That your best hope is Emmanuel quickly winning you games in the fourth quarter. Your best hope is Derrick Rose winning you games in the fourth quarter. Like, 
the, the Knicks have been well, but nah, bro. Like, this team looks like dead food, and you can't rely on them to win anything. I hear that. Go ahead, Kev. Go ahead. I have a little bit of a take. Go ahead. Uh, yo, for me, Kemba, the Kemba thing is just sad because, like, he's going back home. I was hoping... And, like, Knicks have obviously been the wasteland of PG, so I was hoping he could go and correct that. But, yeah, he's dead still. And... He's basically a spot-up shooter in that offense because I think mainly because, like, the way Julius Randle plays him. Like, they actually just come down the court, give him the ball, and just pray. So he turned to a spot-up shooter, and, like, this guy's not Kyle Korver still. If he's only a spot-up shooter and the liability that he has on defense, he might he has no reason to be on the court. Simple. Now, the phase-out doesn't really make sense. Like, I don't understand how you let him oh, no, rock in, in the... I don't see how you let him rock in the starting lineup for 15 and then just take him out the rotation altogether because he's been bad for a lot a long time so i would have thought you would have benched him or something like and then just see if he can figure out his way in the lineup but yo that team's that team was always on borrowed time i think everyone knew it still like clock struck 12 see i would want to agree with you but here's the problem it's just like i i would have said the same thing last year and they proved me wrong and i thought that was a legitimate like run like they did pretty well and not much to change. And honestly, when I look at the Knicks now, like, yeah, I I can agree. I don't have faith in the roster. I think the roster is full of washed up guys or guys that are really overrated. But at the same time, like they were winning basketball last year and they had minimal turnover. Listen, My thing about Kemba what, is I don't think you just take a man out the starting lineup and say, yeah, you're not worth anything to us. Because if that was the case, why was he starting 15 games? You gradually make him descend name, down man. the rotation, fam. Move because him down the depth chart. Walker. You know what I'm saying? But his name still got him. Taking out the rotation, so his name could have got him benched. That's all I'm saying. Like I'm not, it's a, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't actually matter. But like, it's a it it's a weird matter. thing. If it I'm a if I'm matter, though, because what? they they needed him. Like they actually needed him to be good. But so, yo, this is what I'm saying. Like, so bring him off the bench, see if he can get anything there. Again, that's what I'm saying. you can't find 15 minutes, 10 minutes for Kemba Walker to, to to figure it out. Like I'm not, we're not saying that he should not be out the rotation altogether. But like, bring him off the bench, give him 15, see if you can find something off the bench. If that doesn't work, then you go to the bench. Just going straight to the bench is just kind of weird. Like it seems like a, a setup thing. Like yeah, it definitely does. Tom Thibodeau just wanted to Tim, Tim just wanted to show man he's washed, so he could drop, so he could drop him still. He's bad, bro. He's very bad. But um, yeah, let's move to the other side with Brooklyn. Um, here's the thing, right? So I feel like there's this split with Brooklyn because they're number one in the East, sixteen and seven right now. But like. People are still kind of criticizing them. And I don't know how. Like, they're playing well. Well, I should say their two best players are playing well. But the roster is poor, right? Even their fans don't show up to games. I was watching the other game, like game one night, and they were saying that there's more Knicks fans in the stands than Brooklyn fans. It's insane. They don't have fans. There was. There, yeah, they don't the have fans. Quarter, they don't have a true were, fan base. In the fourth quarter, I honestly thought it was a night game because um, Spike Lee was there same way as when his Spike Lee antics. And the entire crowd was, like, rude in the Knicks on. So I was like, what's the difference? This is, this is a Knicks game. And Harding said the same thing. Like he's like, I, I'm not even gonna lie. Like there's mad Knicks fan in here tonight, but our fans hold it down though. <laughs> like, fuck. I'm not gonna lie. I me about this team. Like I'm not overly concerned because they have two of the top what, five, six players in the league. Yeah, my only concern with them is just like I'm looking at the roster and the the ancillary players are not gonna hold up. The other day I, I was watching the highlights and I seen Paul Millsap on the court. I didn't even know that guy was still playing in the league. I thought that was a good pickup, but he's washed. He's washed. James Johnson washed. Yeah, Why well, he won a game for them the other day? Yeah, they're getting a lot from them. They're giving a lot from him. But even Blake Griffin benched. Like, ah, uh, I just look at the team and it's just like there's a lot of guys on here that like 
Like, Yo, like DeAndre Bembry's paying big minutes for them. Like, come on. Come on. Like, I couldn't get off our bench when Toronto. Well, Joe Harris, Joe Harris just had surgery still. I think that's why you're going to see a lot of it. And, yo, especially, yo, they got a good deal out, out of Patty Mills, too. So Yeah. But, yeah, there's, there's, they don't have anybody. That was the type of yo. impact man thought Kemba was going to have. Yeah, facts. Um, I don't, I'll never understand how, like, Kyrie and KD could have circled New York and chosen that. Like, I, I don't know if you guys watched uh, Chicago versus uh, New York. No, that game was sense. a fan. The, the MSG atmosphere is honestly, I'm honest. Like, and then you go and you look and you compare, and you have no fans. Like, why would you like subject yourself to that? When the money's the exact same, why would you want to go be like the second act in town for the same amount of money? Like it was just, it's just every time I look at it now, it's just weird. Something must have happened, you know, like during that because apparently the Knicks was the was the spot. Kyrie happened, fam. Where Kyrie just decided that nah, I'm actually going to. They said Kyrie. It was a Nets thing for Kyrie. It was a Knicks thing for KD, and obviously. No, that one still. Well, it makes sense for Kyrie because he's from New Jersey, right? So no, it doesn't make sense because it's not in Jersey. Okay, but it was in Jersey. That's his franchise. Like you know what I mean, like, Man. like I understand. There's a, there's a t- there's some type of connection because he is from Jersey. <laughs> they were in Jersey when he was growing up. So it's like those are the Nets. So I can understand if you had the option. Why wouldn't you want to play for a team that you probably grew up watching? You probably grew up watching <laughs> the Knicks, to be honest. But maybe, but like, like your second mean? class, there's some type of connection. You're you're a visitor in your own city still. Weird, weird. And we yo, we went to to that stadium, fam. That place just smelled of gentrification. Stuff. Fam, that place looked like a plaza. The arena really looks like in a plaza in just a random. <laughs> just court. drop the stadium in there. Man. Yeah, drop the stadium in a plaza. Like. And on TV, you would swear it's a big thing, bro. Like you'd walk <laughs> by that and you'd go straight to Shake Shack. Like <laughs> it's nothing special, still. Um, but again, that's just New York, right? Like I figure, like to find real estate in New York to even put a stadium is 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 a is a feed in and of itself, right? Because densely populated is is putting it lightly. Um, so let's move forward. Uh, one of the bigger topics that I really want to dig into today is Zach Levine and the Bulls. So I will start this off, right? I like Zach Levine. We've had this conversation a few times, right? He's proven to us that he's a legitimate scorer, three-level scorer. He's able to do it all offensively and, you know, I just, I've always said, and I've said on this pod multiple times, I just think he needed to play with better playmakers um, to really unlock his talent. Or not even unlock his talent, for his talent to uh, translate into success in terms of wins for the team. Here's my thing, though. The Bulls are hot. The Bulls are a hot team. DeMar Rosen's playing out of his mind. Alex Caruso is looking like he's a revamped version of freaking Tony Allen. They're second in the East right now, 16 and 8. They're doing well. Lonzo's playing well. Vooch's numbers are down, but he's playing his role. Patrick Williams is supposed to come back in two to four weeks, so we'll see what happens with that. But my thing is this, right? As a number one option, Zach is going to need to prove a lot to me this year because he, I don't know if he's ever – he's never been in this position before, a leader of, of men on a winning basketball team. So I want to see whether or not in these next couple weeks – He's going to be able to weather the storm and really push through. Because we know he's an all-star. But when the, when, when the time comes and it's time for him to be able to say, yo, I'm going to have to drop, I'm going to have to play 48 minutes, drop 35 a game for these next three games for us to win. I want to see if he could do it. Right? I want to see if he's if he's cut from the same cloth as the, as the guys we deem to be true number one options. Because it's not easy. 
it isn't easy and we give we criticize those guys a lot and they go out there and for the most part they they, they meet expectations so Zach has a lot to prove to me, but I, I want to get you guys' take to see whether or not you believe that Zach Levine is a true number one. Or even not, if he's a true number one, can he fit the role of a number one in this current mold of the team? I think so, still. like My thing with Levine is, as you said, he's three-level scorer, efficient, can get a shot up over anybody. Like He has it all, literally, to me. So And, and talking about like being able to score the basketball, man. So I think he's the real deal. Like... He just has a chance now to actually prove it to people because he's going to be in a winning situation. Like, I look at him as the same, like, class as Booker, Donovan Mitchell, if Booker? not higher. If if not higher. Because there was a time when we had that argument and, like, Chris was raising the question if he's just a bad player on a good team, right? And, like, a lot of people obviously thought that. But now he's showing, like, he's just a good player. And... I'm, I'm, I hope the Bulls do well because that's going to do the most for him. Obviously, DeMar, too. I want DeMar to do well. But, yeah, I hope this team succeeds. Zach Levine is like – it was last year when I was when I was make, bringing him up because his numbers last year were just insanity. Like, they were insane. He, he was 50% over 50% from the field, over 40% from deep, 27 a game. He was passing the ball. Like, he was doing everything last year. And then what – I was just disheartening because – I understand, like, he got hurt and then he came back, but he, they got Vooch and they didn't even, they weren't even in a position to for the play-in. So I was like, you know, coming into this year when you have DeMar DeRozan and whatever the case is, like, I remember saying, like, this team, I can envision them being as high as, like, the third seed, but I can also envision them fighting for a play-in. But it's clear that they have a great mix. Like, they have two guys right now where you – it's it's hard pressed to say which one is actually playing the best ball because right now Demar Derozan is on some different type of smoke. Like to say a man's getting to this to his spot is an understatement with Demar. Like he literally gets to anywhere he wants and he's getting the shot that he wants that he envisioned in his head. So you have those two guys that are giving you buckets efficiently, and then you have a guy in Lonzo Ball that's like we knew Lonzo can play defense. We knew that. But he's shooting 41%, 43% from deep. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a legitimate sniper, and it started from last year. But now he's closing out games for you with the deep ball. Like, I was so happy for him with that when he went and closed out the Nets with the three last night. Like, it, it's it's honestly, like, it made me happy because I understand as a number two pick, he was looking busty for a couple of years. And he, this is a man where it's, like, a different type of mentality where, like, you have to understand that you're shit and say, I'm going to be better. And he did that. And then you have a, a dog like Caruso where he's doing things on the court that is Tony Allen-esque, leading the league in steals. He guards switches all the time. He'll, he'll take the, the, the big man and pull – and on a – it's only, what, Kyle Lowry does the same thing in the sense where he's, like, not afraid of going in the post on a big. Like, Caruso does that every single night. To me, I feel like this team needs – like, they need Patrick Williams to come back and be just not even, like, anything offensively like that just to be a man that can soak up minutes on key players. And then who knows, like this team can be this year's Phoenix Suns or last year's Phoenix Suns because they have everything that they need. They have defense, they have the offense, and they have big players to make big plays when it comes time for it. So I'm I'm looking for what the Bulls are doing. Like I'm a believer. I would say that these guys are our contenders. And I'm not going to also, this is what I'm saying. Like this, I put them in the same way with Phoenix to say, yes, they're a contender, but obviously I wouldn't put my money on them winning the trip because there's other mans around them. But if they went to the finals and competed, it wouldn't surprise me. I can't, I can't say the same, though, because the thing about the Bulls is, like, 
I don't know how many guys on that team have played winning basketball outside of DeMar DeRozan. And even when we've seen DeMar in that type of position. We would have said the same thing last year about the Phoenix Suns. But I've seen Chris Ball in the playoffs multiple times. That's the one man you just named. You just just named one man. What do you mean? And I would argue argue DeMar probably has just the same amount of experience if you take out last year as Chris Ball in in the playoffs. Yeah. Suns had one winning player in Chris Paul. Bulls have one winning player in DeMar DeRozan. But I'm saying it's been so long since I've seen DeMar play winning basketball. How long has it been, Robs? Since it has, I swear it's been since his first year in San Antonio. Nah, he went to the playoffs in his, in his, in his, um, in his, uh, what do you call it? The year before. But the year before last year, he went to the playoffs. So how many years is it? Because I swear, I swear, it's been like two, three years since he's been in the playoffs. <sighs> this year is his third year if he were to miss it. But and Chris Paul was what? Fresh off of... He came from, that was the trade. Chris, Chris Paul doesn't make the playoffs. Chris Paul doesn't make the playoffs. Missed the playoffs. So, like, he doesn't. But I'm just saying, like you, you're not going to you're not gonna sit here and move like DeMar DeRozan isn't a winning player. No, I'm not saying he's not a winning player, but I'm just wondering whether or not he's enough of a catalyst, right, to go in there and say, yeah, this is how we're going to perform when it comes crunch time. I don't know if he has the wherewithal to do that. Right? I can tell that Chris Paul is going to come in the locker that. room and say, yo, guys, get the fuck together, this, this, that, and he orchestrates an offense and he gets it done. We're not I don't know that. if Demar's the same guy, but yo, but Demar is a winning player though, so it's like I don't know if he's a winning player, man. You can't miss the playoffs that many times and just say you're still you don't a, know winning if player. a winning player. Historically, yes, but are we talking about currently? So I don't talk, know that. So, so, fam, so what? Hold on. I was on his I'm bullshit confused. today. I'm still, confused. I'm confused. If, if we can historically say that Demar is a winning player, what are we talking about then? You can historically say a guy, a guy's a Hall of Famer, but it doesn't mean he's good when you say that at the okay, moment. But, all right, so is Demar good right now? Yes. Okay, so what but is he a winning player? I don't know. What are you talking about? I don't know. He's historically a winning player. He's playing great right now, but you don't know? What do you don't know? But no, no. He's always been playing well. He's playing well in the years he missed He missed um, the playoffs in San Antonio, Has he, too. Was he playing like this? Okay, let me put the numbers. I don't know off the top, but he was playing well. You know he was not playing like this. Shut up. He was man. playing well. What are you talking about? Was it far off? I don't know. I'm actually pulling yes, numbers right now. Yes. You know that for yes. a fact. What was he averaging then? Yes. He was averaging like 20 a game, bro. Stop the foolishness. I'm pulling it up still. All I'm saying is at this current moment, I can't tell you right now definitively that DeMar DeRozan is a winning player because what do I have to go off of when he was in Toronto? His entire career. But I mean, again, you can say that he a guy's good, but it doesn't mean he's good at the moment, player, fam. And he's also playing great right now. So that's why I'm, I'm confused. It's, it will be one thing if, like, he, you're saying historically he was, but right now the, we, we don't see anything from DeMar. All right, cool. DeMar is playing at a at a, at a second team, first team, all NBA level right now. I'm not denying that. I'm not so denying that at what, all. What are we talking about? Then? I'm not arguing with you to say that he's not a winning player overall. I'm just saying at this current moment, I can't stand and say, yes, you are winning because you're putting up 26 a game. Because I haven't seen you play winning basketball in a while. And it's it, it's a different dynamic. For me to say, I'm going to put all faith in DeMar DeRozan to be the catalyst to bring the, to make sure that the Bulls do what you they need to do. Come on, man. I just, I just, I just. I can't have all you, faith in DeMar DeRozan. I'm sorry. Why can't you have all faith in a man that you just told me is performing at a first team, a second team only? Because there's a lot of guys that do that and it doesn't necessarily always yield success. That's just this is fact in the matter. You can you go out there and perform, but it doesn't mean that when the time comes, you're doing what you need to do. Bro, let's be honest. Like, if Demar Derozan doesn't run into LeBron James 26 times in his career, man, we look at this guy a lot different. But he would say the same thing. He knows that. Who robs? That's, yeah, that's why I don't. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay, but obviously, like, I can't, I can't confirm or deny that because the fact of the matter is, he ran into LeBron. Like, you know what I'm saying, like. That's just it's just like saying, oh, you ran into Jordan in the nineties. It happened. <laughs> like you know what I mean? 
you can't use that as a thing as a clutch to say, oh yeah, you would have did this and that. It happened. You ran into him. Sorry. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. All I'm saying is that when I look at the Bulls, there's a lot of guys on there with unknowns in terms of how they're gonna perform in the playoffs. And even if I if I give it to you and say that DeMar is a winning player, I don't know if that's enough to, for me to have faith in the Bulls to say, yeah, when the time comes, you guys are going to flip or not even flip the switch. You guys are going to maintain this type of play, this energy in this type of, in this level of play to, to move out there and be like, oh, yeah, you're going to do X, Y, and Z and get it done. That's me personally. You got it, fam. You woke up on personally. some bullshit today, bro. That's me personally. You you guys can say otherwise. If you guys want to put the marbles in Dorado Rose's court, then fair. I'm just not ready to do that, so. I know, I know who that guy is. Though. Yo, the thing is, it's not you just Demar Derozan. You know he's a winning. Player. I, I, I yo, think, yo, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Who else? Caruso. We're moving. What? Who else? Zach Levine. Zach Levine. What are you talking about? Yo, mess with like this is a one man man. Stop. I'm not saying that, but that guy. Because you never seen the playoffs, fam. Bro, even if you, even if you, this team like one through five is probably more talented than Phoenix is. Was let's just say it was when we last year. They're one through five. They're probably more talented. Vooch is an all star. Lonzo Ball is at least a top ten PG at this point. Mm, no, nah, I don't know about Demar Derozan, Zach Levine are one of the best at their position. Like uh, this, I'll give you Demar and that. Levine, and I'll we're give not, you Vooch, but I'm not giving Lonzo. We're not. We're not gonna start moving like this is a one man band arguing if Demar can do it. No, Stop no, I'm not it, saying man. it's a one man band. You guys are mistaken. I'm not no, saying. No, I'm not. That. You didn't say that, but that's how we're acting in this argument because it's stupid. We if if Lamar if Demar is gonna be the catalyst, I understand he's the sole winning player on this roster, but there are guys who have the ability to do it, and we're not. And the same same thing I said about Booker. We're not asking Zach Levine to come out here and carry you every single night. I just need you to hit shots when I need you to. I hear that. I, 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 and all I'm saying is, I, I agree. They, they, they have pieces. Don't get me wrong; they're a talented squad. But I have to see it come together, right? Like it's easy to say that, but again, a guy like Zalvin has never been in the playoffs. And again, part of that is not his own fault. I'll give him the credit. It's not his own fault because his team was dog shit for a couple of years. But it's a fact of the matter. He has not seen the playoffs, right? Like Lonzo Ball, it's not hasn't seen the playoffs. Has he seen the playoffs? No. No, he hasn't seen the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like it's just, but, but yo, some guys, man. There was never a question of if you're a winning player or not. Like simple, like a guy like Lonzo. There was never a question of if he's a winning player. And if you were asking that question, you simply weren't watching. He would have asked. It. He probably still ask it right now. Ask There's no problem. like, Go like on come on, app. like we got like yo. If we if we need to Do see a guy win games for us to see what he's doing on the court, it's a idiot thing. So come on, bro. I'm not saying that you need to see it on the court to believe that this and this and that. All I'm saying is I need to see the results. The play, the play is the play, and that's what that's that's the kind of point I'm trying to get across. The play is the play. You can look at somebody and be like, "Yo, they're playing well. Their numbers add up." You know what I mean? But that doesn't always translate. It doesn't always translate, right? And we we've seen it across across different times. Like, look at Cat, right? Cat is a monster, and we the time that, that he was, was going to the playoffs, we one time, but I'm but again, that's my point. You would have you would assume he was twenty two years old, bro. That's not the point, though. The numbers are the numbers. Cats were talking. People were saying that Cat was the most valuable uh, young buck coming up in the league, and you would have yeah, said, "Yo, when the time comes, his number tra- his numbers are going to translate." That's okay. Not and look what happened. He was a youth. Okay, we can use that as an excuse, but the fact of the matter is, the same argument applies. What's the next topic, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to look at Cat and be oh, yeah, this, this, and that. He put up the numbers, and you would have thought it translated, and it didn't. We've seen how he performed in his first playoffs. Simple. 22 still. I don't know. Um, 
So I want to move forward to the last topic before we get into player of the week. Um, and it's a bit funny, but OKC lost to Memphis. And I want to pull up the exact margin because I, I want to say it was 73 points they lost by. I didn't even know that you could lose by that many games before they, they, they forfeit the game because that's some BS. Man, we knew that men are not here on no forfeiting. These are grown-ass men. I understand. I'm joking, obviously, but like 73 are points? They? Fam, you're grown still. You make grown-man paychecks. So why don't you show some pride, fam? <laughs> like, show some pride, fam. 73 fam, points? I think, they said, I think the bench dropped 90, no? The, Wait, who the did? Memphis bench? The Memphis bench dropped 90 points. Yeah, but the, 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 I think the, I'll pull it up right now. The fucking um, starters paid like 18 minutes. It's foul. But again, this Bro. just goes back to the point of saying that, like, yo, at what point I is your team too bad? It's the worst roster I've ever seen constructed in my life. Every, no, it can't be worse than some of those silly that rosters. From time. <laughs> <laughs> the very beginning. Fam, it can't be worse. <laughs> he keeps trying to take the stain off his organization. Fam, it's not it happening. You guys were rolling out JP Tokyo and, jo- and Tony <laughs> Rowan, ain't it? Fam, fam, I done told you. That's the worst <laughs> roster I've That team ever won 10 games, bro. <laughs> the worst roster. Fam, we already went through that roster. That roster yo, had Yo, Chris. You want, you want me to tell you how much how, the pace is for OKC right now? I'll that roster you. had smoke. No, OKC was winning some games in the... In okay, the then. So cool it, then. But OKC's the on pace roster. for 22, fam. That's Your roster won 10. That's still the worst roster. As I said, we, we already had this argument, and we and we looked at we looked at the, the roster from that season. And, and we, we disagreed. And we, and we disagreed. But, but mine's were more on my side. Though. No, we disagreed. Oh, oh, I don't know about the other man. I'm saying me and you disagreed. Listen, something... This can't happen again. Can't. There has to be fines imposed. Something. Because, yo, part of it's on the organization. Part of it's just on the players. You can't get slapped by 70. Bands are paying good money, man. <laughs> Shea was out, too. Let's just throw that in there, though. Are, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying. Because, yo, this is a, cause, yo I'm the first type of man to tell you. It doesn't matter. Yo, like, the NBA is supposed to be the NBA for a reason. Like, any, any given night. Yeah, but it's pros that we roll out. So. Exactly. It's, it's a professional at the end of the day. So in me saying that, 73 cannot happen. There's been bare times we've seen a team down 60, but by the time the zeros hit, they're down 40 or they're down 30. This just kept getting worse and worse. Come on, man. It, it, it's but, horrible still. It's horrible. But like my thing is like you're getting the dog shit beat out of you. I can't even really – like what, what is the coach supposed to do? <laughs> like, yo, you mean? this is what the coach is supposed to do. In the third quarter, you tell him the score is 0-0. We need to win this quarter by 20 points. Simple. He, he may have done that. But, you see but the, the talent that might not have just lived like, up to the expectation. Maybe. Maybe. I'm just telling you, if, the there's, talent, if there's something to the say. There, so. What? Like, OKC is a team where the only the only um, thing I'll, I'll, I'll say about Shea is, like, OKC is a team where they, they literally cannot afford. Because if, if you take Shea off the court, I promise you, bro, there's college teams that's better than that roster. Like it, See, man, I'm not doing that. Bro. It's it's just the facts of the matter. Yo, there's no one noteworthy on that team if you take Shea off the court. No, there I'm is. Stop there Lou is. Ludors, there is. Lou Dort, bro. Lou Dort is not a man where you can say like, okay, no. Shea's not. Shea's not playing. So there's there's more shots. What is Lou Dort doing with more shots? No, I understand, but just don't speak like he's a scrub. Like <laughs> he's everyone a else is a. He's one of the scrubs. I'm sorry. On a good team, he's probably what a seventh man, an eighth man, at, at most. At most, he's a seventh, eighth man. At most, so we can't move like Lou Dort is a guy. I mean, I'm not saying he's a guy. He's just he's. 
But he's a he's, he's a, a NBA he's talent. He's a legitimate starter. He's yeah, a legitimate like, starter. Ah, I don't know if he's a legitimate, he's a legitimate starter. starter he's a legitimate rotation player. I'll tell you. He's that. a legitimate starter, bro. Like, dude locks up and he can score the basketball on a one-two. Mans, Mans have started for absolute less. Come on, man. That's true. That is true. That is Come true. on. I don't know. I'm averaging, just looking... 17 a, averaging 17 a game on 43%. Who's shooting. been a score not, on that team, man? It's not elite. <laughs> it's not elite by any means. But a guy that's doing that and he's one of the best defenders at his position, come on, man. Stop foolishness. Yeah, man, I just want to know what the coach was saying in the huddles when you're getting ass bust by 50. Like, you know me? Like, how do you even, like, go to uh, – what do you say? What do you say? Like, you so could drop all the X's you, in a hole. But I'm saying you could drop the X's nose and, like, they're not executing. Like, and just coming back to the huddle every, every what, five minutes, you're just getting your ass bust. New set of like, man still. Started but they, they went as deep. Bad, actually, bro. they didn't go deeper in the bench. Though. They, they didn't want to open that Pandora's box. But my, my name can't be attached to that, bro. If I'm a coach, I'm sorry still. I'm so lacing up. You go watch. My name can't be attached to that shit. They had no hope. Yeah, no it's just hope. funny because it's Memphis minus drive, fam. That's the funniest part. Yeah, Memphis minus drive, and that's and that's what man's just still putting on the on the court. Like that's at the insane. end of the day, when you look at the roster, like yes, you can see they're starting Ty Jerome, Terrence, uh, what's his name, Terrence Mann. Like who is these mans? Trey who, man. are, who, whatever his name is, like you know, what I'm saying Darian Baisley, Darius Baisley is is probably the worst player in the NBA. <laughs> and you know, and it is. I used to watch him in the summer league, like, and not in summer league, in, in in the summer runs, and he looked like he was cooking up, and I had so much feed. He's, he's honestly one garbage. of the worst. He's probably the worst player in, in, in the thing. And then he, man's are actually legitimately starting Robinson Earl. Like, legitimately. Who's Paul Watson? Because he played 32 minutes. <laughs> hey, I don't know, bro. Pokushevsky? Garbage. That guy's the worst version of Bo Bo. Look at the roster. <laughs> Look at the roster. <laughs> Pokushevsky. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just saying, like, it, it's embarrassing to lose by 73 points. Free shy, man. When you hit 50 points, at, God, like, God. a deficit. Free loose, what do you do? Right? Free the man. They need a free shy. That's ridiculous. They're wasting the man's career away. Facts. Facts. Um, you can stay over there, still. So, <laughs> let's transition into the, the weekly segment, player of the week, man. Player of the week. Um, I'll go first. I'll go first this time. You always go first, nigga. All right, so go then. You always put mm-hmm. on some weak sauce. So go then. <laughs> oh, you need to burn time. Go. Is your, no, you're on stage. One, man, nah, man. Tra- no, 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 no. Tra- he said he's trying to call me out. No, you're not. Who's your no, player? I have mine. Trey Young is my player. What are you ah. talking about? <laughs> Trey Young is my player. The man has, like, what? In his last, what, what was that? In his last uh, eight games, like, six of them. It was, like, six in a row, 30-plus points. Like, Trey has been on smoke. He's definitely been on smoke. And, like, I was I wanted to use Dejounte Murray, but because he's on my team, is why I didn't. My fantasy team is why I did not use him. But he's another guy that has been going absolutely bonkers. But seeing that Dejounte Murray is on my team, I'll talk about the man that's fifty one percent right now, averaging thirty a game, nine assists a game. And the thing was crazy about Trey is is that you would you would have thought that he was one of the mans where if you take away the free throw or the consistency of free throws that he used to shoot a game, then his efficiency is going to drop, and they took away his free throws, but his efficiency went up. That tells me <clears throat> he simply came back into the season as a better player than he was last year. Because he took away something, a part of his game that he was relying on, and he said, I bet. And he's still on smoke. So it's like, me, I was always saying, and uh, Marky was always saying, like, yo, Trey is is on the same level as, as Luca. I always thought that Trey had talent in whatever cases, but I'm taking Luca always. Now, 
it's a debate. Like, I, it's a true debate to say which player you would want. And the fact that Trey has made that into a true argument is a testament to him. Because man's were moving like Luca was God sent and Trey was just Trey. I agree. I agree. Because I would have told you that Luca with my eyes closed. But if you really look at it, Trey has had arguably more success. He's Luka. definitely had more success. Yo, this is the thing. He's definitely the way, had more yo, success. Yo, this is what I realized. The way we champion Luca, right, for what he did in the playoffs, you'd think he was Trey Young. Wait, he's definitely had more success. We championed that man that, for losing to the Clippers twice. Yeah, but that, but that's what I'm saying. Like Trey would have lost to the Clippers twice. But yo, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We champion a man for losing. You think he went to you? You think he went to the, to the conference finals? Being out there, on Trey the has. So. Last year, I can't champion last year. Last year, you should have won that, bro. You're up like, what, 3-1? Come on, bro. Get, get a game. Get a game. Stuff. It's so further than Luca ever went in store. <clears throat> no, he's talking about... He's talking no, about I'm Luka. talking about Luca. Oh, oh, oh I'm yeah. saying last year, last year, he should have No, he should have closed that won. shit out. Should've closed like, that shit yeah, out. you're up 3-1. You got you to gotta close that. You Who's your player, Kev? DeJounte Murray still. Um, <sighs> Talk about it. Yo. <laughs> he's different still. Like legitimately, because he gets where he wants. He's averaging 29, 20, 10, and nine over the past week. Talk about like, what's on the year, fam. And he's his player of the week. So I'm talking about what he's doing on the week. So. Ah, bet, 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 bet. Um, <laughs> yo, he doesn't turn the ball over, and that's probably my favorite thing about him. Like he turned like for a guy like with his assist rate, he has one of the best assist turnover ratios in the league, and that's something I love still. So. I don't know, man. I look at him like when I watch him play, like he's everywhere. Obviously, we know he's a great defender. And when you can do everything, rebound, pass, and he can he's not a shooter, but like he can get to spots. He's not Ben Simmons. Let's just put it that way. They and the biggest thing for me when I look at him, yo, Spurs locked him up for the low. Cause he's looking like a max player right now. Yeah, and the low. And they got him for I think like 20 M's a year. So like I'm just watching him in awe still. Like he's a guy that you're seeing a clear prog- progression to the point where, like, all right, what's next? Like, what's your ceiling look like? Because 28 and 8, a year off the ACL, like, I don't know, man. And that's his team now. Yeah. If he gets that, yeah. if he get, if he can patent that, that mid range jumper, nah, that he, be his mid range is solidified. What he needs is. is but, yo, he doesn't uh, get to it as fluid as I'd like to. Like, when I had him on my fantasy team, I used to watch, but he nah. doesn't, it's not fluid. He's not like he can just. Hit you with a combo pull up. Like he doesn't have the fluidity in his jump shot yet. If he patents that, he's unstoppable. He's actually unstoppable. Because he's too long and he gets to the rim. He could defend. He could pass. He, he's in the trenches for the rebound. Like he he's the type of man that he's he's crashing the boards. I see that. But if he can patent that 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 mid-range jumper and then keep it honest with like a 33% from deep, he he'll be onto something special. I agree. Um I'll go with my player of the week. My player of the week is a little bit more under the radar. It's a rookie, actually. It's Franz Wagner. Um, Let me see. What, what, what's he been up to, fam? Let me, hmm? What's he been up to, fam? Last week, he... We're talking sh- about Trey Young and saying, rate your things. Yo, I don't need to always need to go for the stars. Fam, I'm trying to find the, the devil in the details. All right, all right. Let me see. Let me hear. What's 49% he from the field, 82 from the line, 1.3 trades a game, 19 and a half, five, 4.7 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals last week. Um, obviously the Magic are not playing winning basketball, but the reason why I chose Franz Wagner is because I can see the potential in his game, and he's actually playing really well. 
and I like the way he's playing. He's not going to wow you. He's not doing any step backs. He's not isolating you. He's just playing good basketball, scoring off the ball, making the easy reads. He's defending, which is really, really underrated because I didn't think he was going to be able to defend coming into the league. But he's defending. He's in the passing lanes. He's doing it all. He's like a jack of all trades at this point. Like I'm not saying he's out there going to be some star-studded all-around two-way star, but right now, what you would want to see from your rookie, those that those are the numbers, right? He's meeting expectations if not exceeding them. And I, I like what Orlando's doing right now. Like obviously, they have a bit of a guard situation that they have to figure out with Suggs, Fultz coming back. No, they know. don't. It's it's Cole Anthony. They don't see, have. I want to say, I wanna say that, but Cole, Han- Cole Anthony has to do it for longer than just like a month for him to just okay. s- be definitively stamped as the guy because you just spent a fourth overall. Yo, what pick. what what he just what he's been doing? I haven't seen any man do on that team for about ten years still. Well, they so, haven't had a good guard since Jameer Nelson, and even then, well, that was the being, Yeah, I hear that. Point. Robs is Franz Wagner on one of your fantasy teams? No, <laughs> he's okay. not. He's not. Okay. But yo, I have Mobamba on one of my fantasy teams, and it just, it just so happened because I have Mobamba. I've been watching a lot of Magic games, and then Understood. you know, you know, you might sit down there, you might ball a one two, and then you're there watching. But you're like, hold on, this guy's kind of nice. <laughs> no, I've been saying he's nice. He's definitely nice. Like, man, he's he's like six nine, six ten, bro. He's like, and honestly, they need to like for all for all the the ways that they value. Um, Jonathan Isaac, they need to chop some of that up and and give it over to Franz Wagner because Franz Wagner is a player, bro. Like he's a dog. Like I see him get after it on defense. He guards some of the best guys on the wings. Like he's flu. He can hit shots. Like he can do everything. He's he he's he's six nine six ten and he can do everything. Fam, like, he comes literally with the everything. Joe Ingles defense, fam. The angles. He's not beating you off the off the leg off the speed of his legs or the lateral quickness. Hey, eh? he's yeah, just and, playing and, the and, angles. And fam. if you and, and he'll sneaky poster you too, still. <laughs> I haven't seen that part. I can't nah. vouch for that part still. But he'll definitely pick your pocket though. And he's in the a bad taste in his mouth from his bro. Still. His bro's on the same team holding pies. Pause. <laughs> Now his bros on the team holding pine, fam. Not not seeing minutes. Though. Yeah, his, yeah, his bros on the team, and the man that plays plays. Like, France is a guy. He's a guy. Yeah, I like I like him, and honestly, like again, I, I chose him. Uh, uh, I had a couple other choices, but I chose him specifically because I feel like not many people are gonna watch Orlando basketball for obvious reasons. But like when you sit down and you watch Orlando game, it's clear you could see who's so, the player. So yo, that's court. your role this year, or a deep diver. No, it's not a role about deep diver. I was just watching. I was watching Magic Basketball because I have more oh, bomb. Are on the deep dive stuff? I don't know. I was gonna go with Dennis Shooter, but I just I don't like I don't like that. Didn't guy. he? Already, didn't the man already go with Dennis? No. Yeah, but then he fell off and came back. Yeah, still. Oh. <laughs> so it would have been worth it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But Jim yeah, Brown gone again, Chris. Oh, fuck that guy. So his hamstring. I think he's still playing. He's nope. playing through. He's not playing nope. through it, fam. He, nope. he just sat out the last game. Told you, Chris. I told you five games max. He came back one, two, three, four, five. Gone. Come on, bro. Piss me off, man. So they need to just <laughs> lock him. They need to shut him down. Then That's sometimes when I say things, it sounds crazy, but I actually pay attention still. Um, but yeah, just my player of the week. That's my player of the week. Um, thanks for bringing your guys player of the week because always sparks a little combo again. I always want to. Give credit where credit's due because I do consume a lot of basketball. So, like, you know what I mean? It's always good to kind of show light on guys that may not necessarily be on the highlight reel. So, um, yeah. Do you guys have anything you want to say before you wrap up? You're about to hit the hour mark. No, I'm blessed. What you kiss? No, sir. Um, Only thing I will say, touch on it briefly, 
Um, don't get too ahead of yourself. Um, I've been listening to the Dunk Done podcast, and they're basically talking about this offseason that's upcoming. And this is not even really a discussion we have to have, but it's just something to know. They were basically saying that, like, there's going to be a lot of teams that might get too big for their boots. Like, you know what I mean? They're, this is one of those offseasons where you can really fuck up your team for years to come. Um, and that's not necessarily because you're making bad decisions. It's because you might overvalue players that aren't necessarily that good, or you might have to overpay players just to retain talent. So um, don't get too big for your boots. The um, NBA is free bands. It is free bands. It's been free bands, but like apparently this Chris summer is, could be. Chris different. is free bands, bro. Yeah, for six. Uh, Franz Wagner, he get a check off me still. Fam, it's year one. It's year one. I'm out. Yo, um, look out for us a drop on Wednesday. We're gonna have an episode coming out on special episode or interviewing our first guest on the podcast. So look out for that. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Big things, big things. Wednesday. Um, check the IG. We have it. Uh, we're gonna be posting some promo stuff. Make sure you guys tune in and. Again, support and go listen because everybody has a story to tell, and this is definitely a story they don't want to miss. Um, I was listening to it twice, and I had my ears locked, so I could only imagine what a fresh listen would be like. It's definitely worth the listen. It's definitely worth the time. Um, But yeah, uh, again, it's the All Hustle, No Luck podcast, available on all streaming platforms. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Do what you need to do to support the content and support the platform, man. It really does mean a lot. Share to whoever's willing to take a listen and never hoard a good thing because at the end of the day, we're up here early Sunday mornings giving you this content. We don't miss a beat. We make sure it's delivered by Monday 8 a.m. So the least you could do is slap the like button or share it or whatever you have to do, man. It's all worth it. Um, but yeah, until then, we'll talk to you guys next time. And make sure you guys keep an eye out for the Wednesday drop because it's going to be a good one. Until next time, take care.